0: It's also emotional, it's intellectual, it's, it's visceral. you know, it's, it's, it's we can touch it, feel it, smell it. It gets connected to the spiritual through our consciousness, which of course is, as I've said, our awareness of it, but also our interpretation, our understanding, and finding meaning, in case you can't come in April. So, creating life, I am expressing the unfolding, emerging me, always, in every moment, Uh, and I want to remind you, so when I say me, I mean you, which means me for you. that some of it lands. Um, I am always creating life, expressing my emerging, unfolding me. So interestingly, that makes me the role model of the idea of me. necessarily for you. Um, But every step I make leaves a print. Every sound leaves an echo. Every movement leaves a trace as I carry on blazing my trail through the infinite possibility and so are you. I am always creating. I am the author of my life. Yet, I do not create alone. I co-create with God. Often when I see that, I I look up. As though God was up, when in truth, friend of mine used to say, and here in Unity, occasionally, there is no spot where God is not. God is quite ubiquitous. I co-create with God, opening up the unlimited possibilities of infinite mind. I also co-create with you. Each of you, each and every one of you, Each and every one of you are an expression of God, a manifestation of the divine source. So, as I is to remind ourselves that we're not alone. First of all, we're always with and expressing God, but also we're sharing this experience in time and space with each and every that's with us. And uh, it's really nice to affirm that we are not alone. We, we have the inevitability of interconnection because we are truly, So as I create my life, as I create the adventure of my life, I'm heading for my Rockies, my Rocky Mountains, as I create the life of my destiny, the life I create for me impacts you. And anyone who is aware of me holds this awareness in their consciousness and is influenced by this awareness to some degree, either lesser or greater. It's inevitable. Once you're aware, you are aware. And what you're aware of impacts you, and so we do impact each other, and we impact each other's process of creation. So we are traveling together in a creative flow, moment by moment, breath by breath, inspiration by inspiration, smile by smile. can't stop because you just get pushed forward by the waves. So you might as well and enjoy it, right? As Billy Joel sang, we didn't start the fire, but it's ever burning since the world's been turning. Not quite sure how we ended up in the fire. So, in the midst of it all, here we are, we are always creating life. We are creating the adventure of our life, and so, if nothing else, that's what to take away from today. But there's more. So, in the Adventure of Your Life Part 1, which we did in January, headed for the Rockies, we focused on the power of faith, Uh, the courage to act, to go forward to act empowered by the confidence that we get from our faith. Faith in our ability to handle whatever we encounter. So with faith, we know that whatever confronts us, whatever the presenting moment gives us, whatever challenge we embrace, we will find the path through, around, over, under, and continue our journey. The courage to move forward in faith life you imagined. And I know I've mentioned this again. This is a key part of the series, especially the faith part. Each and every one of you has handled everything. Evidence is clear. Verily I say unto you, you've done it. I say the truth because here you are. Um, significant amount of room in your experience and in your consciousness of your experience being your life, leave a significant amount of room for clumsiness. Yes, it's true. You know, think of actors. Uh, before a public performance, you know, actors spend considerable time that they plan, they practice, they script, they rehearse, and they want to get everything right camera comes on, it looks flawless. And despite all of that, guess what happens? It's not always flawless, right? And how much fun do we have watching the looper Reels? Well, I'm going to tell you, your life is a, it, a live looper Reel. Okay? <laughs> this is good. The laughter is good because you know what laughter uh, is a symbol of? Self-acceptance or ridicule. So, <laughs> which, which we want to laugh at them because thank God, but for the grace of God, there go I, when I say I, I mean, no, never mind. <laughs> I'm having a little fun. Uh, but but we don't have the luxury of rehearsals for our life, right? Like, here we are, clock's running, 10.32, we'll see what happens between now and 10.33. This is live, on the live stream, too, Whoever. So, I'll watch what I say. Um, our life really is a live stream. It's reality TV without the TV. Because, uh, you know, even in reality TV, you want to joke. A lot of oh, that stuff is scripted and planned. So, it's not really really Well, it's reality, but it's not like life live, right? So, you get the point. So, if we're always creating life and we're just in the mode of the flow and creating it as we probably some actors in the room that can share and verify what I'm talking about. A lot of missteps. A lot of trial and error. A lot of, dare I say, the process of creation. Because how do you find out what works? You try something. You see what happens. You adjust. You try again. In the most simple basic terms, that's the process of creation. I'd like to encourage removing the pressure of needing to always get it right. First of all, who in the world decides what that is? You're the author of your life, so I guess you do. But you'll get opinions from the peanut gallery. We're in it. Moment by moment, stumble by stumble, laugh by laugh. By the way, we're not always clumsy. just to be fair. Sometimes we're incredibly elegant. I'm usually most elegant when I don't do it on purpose, and it just happens naturally. There's probably a message there about finding that God within and letting life be. But you can't do all the messages on one Sunday, so we'll just stick with this one for today. It's okay to be clumsy in movements. It is so okay. It's so okay. It is not. In its own regard. It's better to be clumsy in movement, heading toward the Rockies, than to be perfect in stillness, because to just sit and do nothing would be sabotaging the blessing of your life. You were born to be clumsy. You were here to be clumsy. So now that I have the second thing that I want you to take away from today. The first one is. We are always creating life, which means you are always creating life, particularly in your life. But you can't help but be creating life around you. So the first thing is, we are always creating life. And the second thing is, you are here to be clumsy. As we're heading for the Rockies, creating the adventure of our life. So when we're clumsy and we're not okay with being clumsy, there's a tendency to want to give somebody else credit our clumsiness, we call this blade. Okay? Anybody familiar with this? I'm not. I'm into it. You are the author of your life. Look in the mirror and own it. Just, it's okay. Whatever you see. That's the beginning of the creative process, because while you're trying to live in some imaginary idea of who you are, you're wasting your time. Seeing who you are, owning it, helps you to move into the creative process. So don't distract yourself with blaming others. It probably won't impress them very much. And it wastes, it literally, I believe, wastes your essence. Okay? And, and by the way, don't blame yourself. i just yeah, well, don't blame yourself either. Because, and I know this sounds cliche, but the truth is, you are doing the absolute best you can all the time. You ever hear someone say, I'm giving 110%? That's a lie. You're always giving 100%. You ever hear someone say, Well, I, if I tried hard work, I could have done better. I was only giving 80%. That's a lie. Build on it, grow from it. Thank God, the people around us make mistakes. Because even though we ridicule them at times, this whole industry built on this. It's called late night TV. Like everyday stuff happens, and then they make fun of it. But we also. So other people made mistakes so I don't have to, because I can learn from them. I don't have to learn from them, but I can learn from them. So also, I don't need to overly focus on mistakes, because it's not only our mistakes that influence others. It's not only their mistakes that influence us. It's everything that we do. Why? and okayness with being clumsy is because I think one of the greatest opportunities we have is to love ourselves a little bit more. And, and, and as, as in the second of the, of the commandments that matter, Jesus said, hey, love everybody else the way you love yourself. Big problem. We don't love ourselves very something like that, Bonnie? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The songs are always better. Perfect song. Insert here.
1: (laughs) By the way, the music today so far has been
0: just absolutely, precisely Power of love. That was February. That's why I associate the power of love with being the author of your life because you gotta just love yourself enough to know you're worthy. You are. You are. There's this veil of judgment that we have that we use to interpret our life. And as hard as we are on others, it's often quite true that we're even harder on ourselves. We almost have to be to compensate the hostility that we dish out, we have to take our own fair share on our own plate. Love moves us through that. Love dissolves that veil. We just see ourselves for who we are, and as we do that, we'll start to see other people too. And as they realize we're seeing them, they'll feel safe to be themselves And what well, you heard this all The process of creation. So here you are on the adventure of your life. You've got the ambition and the confidence to go forward to the Rockies. Embrace the power of being the author of your life. So what's next? You being you. You being you. Doing you. Always creating life in the process of creation. So the process of creation is essentially the third, fifth basic principle of unity. I love how good these principles are. I use them every day. And you do too. whether you. You know, just about this point in the thought last week, somebody sees and I said, bless you. I even have a note here. How'd you know? <laughs> health. we we'll get back to health. So, we co-create with God through thoughts, health, and mind. Also, through thoughts, words, and actions, we live in the truth, we you know. Now, I know, the Westlake interpretation of the principles is slightly different, as the right? We have the thought, might hold it, but we've got to move it. We've got to say it. We've got to be it. We've got to do it. We've got to live in the truth we know. Otherwise, we're just a, an ascetic sitting on the top of a mountain still stillness. And uh, the people in the still will starve. So, it is the power. create, we did that. So, oh, let's talk about the Trinity, right? So, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. That's traditional, religious, uh, Christian Trinity. Metaphysical or unity, Trinity. Mind, idea, expression. Mind is infinite source. Divine wisdom is the Father. Everything that is, or was, or ever will be, comes from that source. But how does it get from there to here? Well, Totality of the divine mind takes form through idea. Idea is really like the blueprint. It's not the becoming, but it's how and what something can become. The becoming is expression. And that's where we, in this moral realm, this, this physical realm, existential experience, bring it to being. Expression. Uh, if we think of Christ, um, that Christ is the divine idea of man, all men, all all, all humanity. Um, man is born of the Creator, expressing His. Eyes. Blueprint of the Christ, clumsily expressing it. That's kind of it. Like, when we say you are the Christ, you you are. We all are. The Christ is is the presence of God expressing as us, through us, by us. Jesus of Nazareth, what do we see him? Well, he's an expression of the Christ. We see him. He's closest to the design, but he said, you all do better than me if you follow the path. You know, So there's that idea that we all can hold that aspiration of heading for the Rockies of, of being the perfect expression of the divine idea of Christ. So what I believe is that, that love is the key to both begin and sustain all creation. Because it's love, the strength of love, that helps us to hold those thoughts in mind. And because this is not thinking, thought is different than thinking. Thinking is an interpretive process. Thought is a download from the infinite source. It's it's the, the blessing of the Father coming through us into our creative engine. It is the power of the heart, then, an expression that informs the tongue. And then we speak. It's the power of the heart that moves us to risk our passions. steps in and says, do it! Get on it! Get with it! You know, so really, it's your heart's desire that really drives you. So I say the heart that is the core, the, the, the basis of all creation. Civil. We need to spend the last few minutes talking about civil and Dusty it's actually Sybil and the Jean Price wrote, my great aunt with capital G, I love her. You know, they took this big adventure, uh, they left in Ohio on September 19th, or, I'm sorry, June 13th, 1929, in this old Model A, over these dirty roads and mountains. They got to California, they got to California, they didn't have jobs, they found jobs. Everything's going alright, their faith is working, they're working the process, they're in creation, they're in the flow. A lot of people say, you know, I, I could have done more, but, you know, circumstances were difficult. Well, think about them. They leave Ohio, There's, they get across all these dirt roads and all these middle interstates, I and mean, it has some tough circumstances. They slept in the car most of the time. But they get to California, they find work, and then what happens in October of 1929? The stock market goes, ooh. Major, major circumstantial impact, you know? They weathered that storm pretty well. But right in the middle of that, talking about the process of creation, finds out she's pregnant. And if you do the math, uh, Lloyd Jr. was born on March 6, 1930. If you do the math, on about the day they made the decision to leave and go on the adventure of their life, that wasn't the only thing they were creating. And so here they are in the midst of that. said in I was always pretty much an optimist. I just always had this feeling in my heart, my soul, my gut, that, uh, that everything was just going to work out okay. And so I just kept moving forward with that belief. Now she said Dusty wasn't quite that way. He didn't believe half the stuff I believed. But the one thing Dusty believed is that worrying didn't make anything better. So... A lot of times he'd just shake his his head at me and say, I don't know, but there's no sense worrying about it because I never saw anything get better by worrying. And so they both stayed in the creative process. They both stayed in the flow. Lloyd Jr. was born in the hospital, which not everybody back then was. Ten days he was in the hospital. I don't think there was any complications. Well, you wouldn't see that happening. But he goes home, everything's fine, they're raising a baby, first-time parents, you know how it is. do some of you. <laughs> Three months later, he has a little procedure, a very simple procedure, but there's an injury during the procedure, he gets an infection, and he's very, very, very ill. He goes back to the hospital. shape, Lloyd Jr. And as a parent, it kind of broke my heart when I read this. That's why I wanted to share it with you. Because on the way to the Oakland Children's Hospital, they lived in San Francisco, Bloomsville, remember. I held Lloyd Jr. in my arms on the way to the hospital for 40 miles. He didn't cry, he didn't whimper, and he didn't make a sound. <laughs> I could just tell she was terrified. She didn't admit it uh, explicitly in the book. I, I, I could just feel it in her words. And I can tell that she didn't think he would make it. And he sent infectious to take it. What's the big deal? Well, Fleming invented penicillin, or discovered the effects of penicillin in 1928. It wasn't commercially available for another decade. In 1930, the things they called antibiotics were like heavy metals. They killed bacteria, they also killed people. So it was a real dicey situation to try to get antibiotics. So after. Few hours a day or two in the hospital, he's not feeling better. They want to give him a transfusion. So get some good blood from someone else. Hey, guess what? Dusty, Lloyd Sr. was a perfect match. Good luck. It doesn't always happen that way, but that is the best chance. So he needs to get a transfusion every other day. So one day they give him antibiotics. If he lives from that, then they give him a transfusion. The next day they get him some better blood. Ten days weeks for this process. You know, they are putting this blood in through the top of his head in the soft spot. It's like, where do you put an IV in a, a 3 muscle? They're so fragile, so tender, so innocent, so much love. I know It's a 40-mile big deal. I drove 40 miles to get here. And context matters. 40 miles was a big journey back then. I don't know how we got across the bay. I don't think we swam. But we do what we have to do for love. And the other thing I want to say about the process of creation is just simply that we're better beginners than finishers. You know, A lot of times we get the idea, the download comes, we're inspired, let's do it. And then we hit headwinds, we hit troubles. The process of creation is really that iterative process. You try, you see what happens, you adjust, you try again, you try again, you try again. You adjust. It's really, as Edison said about invention, which is the same as creation, maybe. 1% starting to have a son, easy work. Raising one, keeping them healthy. We're talking about strength and we're talking about health in March, right? So, by the way, light green, my orb of power, my dodecahedron of power, light green, happens to be on there. This is my light green outfit. Strength, health, and I thought, well, what a beautiful uh, thing about marrying that spiritual element of how love is Jesus and it's like your child and they were creating him as they were giving him the the, the, the gift of creation the gift of life the gift of blood and he lived and they did much more you know there's so much I wanted to share today that we're going to wrap it pretty quick here you're a blank slate. John Locke called it the tabula rasa. You get to create your life. I'm at the point in my life where I, I really have a very keen awareness that I do have a blank slate. I can just do about anything I want to do, other than talk for two more hours here. And but that that really is a paradox, a conundrum of, of sorts, because it can be paralyzing. How many times do you look at mended? There's too many choices. You know, I went to a diner once. The menu it was this big—seventeen pages. You get to choose your life, and you know we're so used to resisting. Just tell me what to do, and I'll do it. Or resist it. We're so used to pushing, it. and we create the idea that there are things that we have to do—have to go to work, have to go to this baby shower, et cetera, et cetera. We don't have to do anything. We choose our life. So, if you want to just keep yourself on purpose of creating your life, then here's a tool I give you to take away. Just remind yourself as often as you need to, what am I doing, what am I creating right now? Because we are creating right now. Your little engines are boring. You know, I don't know what's been stimulated or what, maybe you're resisting. That's also possible. Overcome that by recognizing that it's up to you, you're the author. So, what am I creating right now? And as you get discouraged, things go crazy, they go sideways, they're nuts. Step back. They used to say, if you get angry, step back and talk to 10. I never got past five. But, but this is kind of like that. Like, just remind yourself. move forward. In the words of Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, act. Act in the living presence. Heart within, Thank okay. you.